Welcome everyone, Colin in the Ring Media presents Squared Circle Rewind episode 136 where we are reviewing WWF King of the Ring 1997. I'm your host Jesse and I will be joined shortly by Dave and Ben. As always we will be doing our match reviews of the card, we will be doing beneficial facts and this week for Body Slam we will be talking about our top 5 ring attire which is was quite the undertaking but I'm sure it'll be quite entertaining. Enjoy. All right, so this week, as per Ben's suggestion, we're doing the top five ring attire. Uh, my criteria is I've always liked attire that stood out, that was colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I like attires that are themed, like uh, Ultimate Warrior and Rick Rude always had good themed attire. Velveteen Dream also had some good ones. So that's what I base mine on. What's your criteria for you, Jesse? Is it like memorable moments that you saw? Just the ones I'm like. I don't know. So you, you did tell I, me you did not choose all uh, Steve Austin, Austin, Goldberg, It's Austin, Austin, <laughs> Austin, Austin with one knee brace, Austin with two knee braces, oh, you got, Goldberg. No, you didn't pick Austin with his ATV. No, no, I didn't like did that. Did you go to WWE 2K19? Yeah, you all their duplicates? Basically. <laughs> no. Uh, I actually had trouble with this one because there was a bunch. There's there a is, whole bunch. There is. But I kind of just was like... I kind of sat down and and just like thought. And whatever came to mind like... Oh, God. First. Bertha Faye. Right? No, not Bertha Faye. Surprisingly enough. Why would you which, say Bertha Faye? Because psychologically, is, you start thinking of something you don't want to think about. You think which about is more. colorful. So I was yes. like, you're going to think of the yes. worst. But I think it was just like... For whatever reason, it's just what I remembered. Do you want me to go into my list? The New Rockers. That's no, definitely one. No. Oh, no. come on. He said top five ring attires, not bottom five. <laughs> Uh, am I doing my list now? Yeah. Okay, so Rick Rude with Cheryl Roberts on his tights. Yes. For whatever reason, that was one, that was like the first thing that popped in my head, and I was just like, it was it was a troll job when they they didn't even call it a troll job. It was like, such a douchebag. It was thing such to do. a douche move. Uh, and he had great ones after that. You know, the IC title one. Yeah. The one I think he had Warrior and himself on one. I he even had a Survivor Series one with all of his teammates on, yeah. on, on his like. So he's had like great airbrush tights. But I always remember the Cheryl Roberts one, and I remember Jake like flying to the ring and wanting to like, beat his ass for it. So <laughs> and he actually ripped them off, and yeah. I, like they actually had to blur out like Rick Rude's. Uh, Area, his, his yeah. reawakening area. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Legion of Doom with the with the Thought shoulder pads and the spikes, like that's, that's just iconic. Hmm? You know, like it was so cool. Nobody's done it since. Like Demolition kind of did it, but like it's theirs. <laughs> Demolition to me was like a bad BDSM. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, I wanted to put Sting on the list because Oof. he's had so many. But for me, it's the crow, like the one when he when he came back to face Hogan, the one that we're like reviewing right now. Yeah, so yeah, because like, it was so unique. Uh, he stood out by not talking. Not the that, Joker from TNA. No, no, that was fucked up. <laughs> and not not the main event mafia one where he played. Like, where the Booker had an us. accent. Yes, yeah, that was weird. Um, Why did you even have to bring that up <laughs> again? Another guy I thought of that always had cool tights, Shawn Michaels. Oh yes. Yep. Um, True. You, you know, but the one I chose, the brown one from Lev's Chamber. No, that was his oh. worst. Um, the one I chose was his all white one at uh, Mania 25, because Taker wore all black as he always did, 
and it was just like the battle between good and evil. Like I like it was just really you well done. You didn't choose the one where it was him and God versus Vince and Shane. No. <laughs> and then my last one, and uh, granted, I am leaving a ton off. Uh, Demon King, Finn Balor, any of them, I don't care. His entrances were epic. You know, the one, uh, especially those New Japan ones, uh, where he was Carnage once, he was Venom another time. Like, the only one all I... that shit is so cool and so unique, and I totally get why he doesn't do it all the time, because I heard it takes like six to eight hours yep. for them to do this. So I get why he doesn't want to hang out in a chair, but those are my, those are the five that came to mind. There are so many more. The worst one for Velveteen that. Dream has had a ton. Yeah. Seth Rollins has had a lot of cool ones. I don't know. Fine. I think the worst one for DM Balor was when he faced uh, Bray Wyatt. The pumpkin. Oh, the pumpkin spice. That was. I great. was like, mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm, you you guys did so good. And you're like, yeah. you know what? We're doing too good. Let's just drop it down a notch. Ben, oh, are you done? Yeah. Sasha Banks also had some good ones. She has. I think she has the best current gear. Yeah. Uh, Ray Mysterio. Uh, he had a mania run where he would be like a superhero each time. I always thought that was Stop cool. Talking. Like he'd be Stop Flash, talking. Joker. Stop, all Stop that. talking. Sorry. You're going into my waters. <laughs> Go back. Ben, any criteria? Um, artistic, pizzazz, pops out, uh, impressionable. Sebastian Booger. And uh, Sebast- lasting memories. Sebastian Booger. <laughs> That's a lasting memory? I in a good way. <laughs> Big oh, Dick, you didn't oh, say it in a good way. Big Dick Johnson. Okay, can next next week <laughs> can we do the top five worst or? Yeah, no, you already said top five that we're gonna organically. No, no, into. no, top five worst now. Okay, what? Yeah. Top five. You said worst. organically. That was organically. That top. was forced just to cut out my top five. I already wrote down for next week. No, nope, top five worst ring attires. Bastion Booger, Bastion Booger, Bastion Booger, Mantar, <laughs> and Giant Gonzalez. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> okay, so top five for me, and I actually did them in in order. Number five, Ultimo Dragon. Ooh, any of them? Any specific one? Like, yeah, some, one. He has some awesome stuff. Okay. Uh, the one from Great American Bash, uh, which I'm currently watching right now. He's got an all gold outfit, which is pretty Ooh. sick. He had a green, silver, and black one. The last one we watched was silver and black. Like he has, he has a lot of them. I he think has the... a, a per is a purple one in WWE that was just any color basically. He has. Oh, he, his. The His one color I, scheme is amazing. The one I always think about when I see, think of him is the one he wore at WrestleMania 20. Yeah, that's that the blue. The, it was like a blue, like a blue, blue and purple. silver. Yeah. I'm like, this guy is so good with his suits. The yeah. one, where, where he slips on the uh, stage. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Poor, perfect, Poor guy. Poor guy. Uh, number four, Ultimate Warrior. Thank you. <sighs> because, well... We don't need to go into detail. It's Ultimate Warrior. Look at this shit that he used to wear. Like, it's fucking awesome. For as bad a wrestler... He was shitty in the ring, but he looked good when he was shitty in the ring. For as bad a wrestler he was, he had the entrance and the attire down. You had to have something. It's... You have to have some kind of star ability. You know, and his was the entrance and his attire. That's why I And and his look, too. The guy looked like a million bucks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and then he started wrestling. He had the like, look. Oh, <laughs> everyone who's did you, uh, did you th- put did you put Hogan and Thunderlips on there? No. Oh, okay. Everyone who's throwing Warrior under the bus for whatever reason. I mean, they all said the same thing. He had the look. He had an entrance. He yeah. had charisma. One person I'm surprised neither of you picked was, was Rip Flair. With his, uh, with his robes, the ones that cost yeah. I haven't said the to other fifteen thousand dollars. The, the, oh, ro- yeah. the robes are the robes are something, but. Then, like, he takes off the robe and it's just a pair of trucks. Here I am cutting Ben off. You guys haven't said one name. Ben's like, I've said two. Yeah. Oh, wait. You haven't said shit. 
It's math. Yeah. yeah. I'm good at math. Number three, Ray Mysterio. I was going to say, don't fucking oh, say Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Ric Flair, jackass. Just to fuck with you. Um, Any specific one for Ray Ray? I like this Flash outfit from WrestleMania 20. Um, Joker one from WrestleMania 25. That was pretty awesome. Um, the Phantom from Halloween Havoc 1997. Mm. That was one of my all-time favorites. Okay, okay. That's was, the purple and black one, yeah. right? Yeah. The, the bodysuit one. Yeah, that was gotcha. Great. That the ones was I didn't awesome. like from Ray was when he debuted at the V. The baggy uh, tights. I never was, liked that. That was such the style. Had, that, you, had I didn't like them. uniqueness to it, though. I like that. He just played into the style. Remember when he first did, saw him Did debut? Billy Kibben wear shit like that? And, you know, it was just kind of like the... Yeah, like, it was just weird, but I remember the... I, sorry, I remember when they... When they showed him on the night of his debut at the mirror, I'm like, that's not Mysterio. The guy's too big. Yeah. He's too bulky. And I'm like, oh. Oh, damn. This guy took a lot of time to work out. Okay. Yes. Work (laughs) out. That's what he was doing. Uh, Number two, gotta go with the man, the macho man. Gotta. As far as you didn't say macho. Or did you? Again, it's just trucks. You guys told me I couldn't pick guys with trucks. (laughs) Macho king. His shit that he used to wear, the WrestleMania Six, is one of my all-time favorites. The one where he had the tag team against Dusty. Dusty. Yeah, that that outfit was pretty. Is that sick. silver? That was the silver. No, black. that was no, that was the wasn't uh, the, it? The yellow, the pink, the oh, the, the it was it was a big clash. The Starbucks or the uh, no, nope, they're all they're um, pulled up right now. WrestleMania that Six. That can be called Starburst. Starbucks. It's a Starbucks. Nah, that's Starbucks <laughs> candy. The Starburst attire, I call it. Yeah. It's all the Starburst colors. Six. What was the one that he came out with the black and silver? And I was like, oh was my god. Was that one of Survivor Series? And we were just like, that is the coolest thing. I think he was taking with Zeus. Possibly. That was SummerSlam then. That was SummerSlam? Okay. That suit was sick. I'm well, like, that, okay. that, like, I don't ever recall him <laughs> being in, in silver. And I was like, that's badass shit. You didn't pick uh, the Madness like later in life when he was with Gorgeous George? Yeah. You didn't like the... Yeah. I, I love his song at that time. Ooh, Macho. <laughs> See, and with Macho, I thought his suits got a lot better, uh, like got a lot more like flashy when he went to the, the long tights and the shirt, but I didn't like that <laughs> myself. I, I preferred Macho. I love the NWO gear that he had. Yeah. That was pretty sick. Where he got worse, like not doing good was when he went to TNA. Because he had like that biker look. He had the long trench coat and just black jeans and black shirt. And and black like, cowboy hat. I'm like... But he, he was in his from, twilights. Come on, he went from. Some I think he was beautiful. past his twilight by then. <laughs> True. Um, and my, I keep my notes here. My number one. Can I guess? Rob the artist. Oh, Van Dam. I thought you were gonna spell Ryback. I thought he was gonna go with the artist formerly known as Goldust. Ooh, he has some good suits. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> I know. Works five Goldust. <laughs> yeah, when that's first... up there. The artist hardly knows. Yeah. I remember when we first started watching him, I was like, can we stop talk about how he's distracting <laughs> with a certain area where it's like all you see is bulge? Hey, stop <laughs> looking at Goldust's dick. I hate when he's when he's laying down, getting pinned. All right, Dave. <laughs> now that we've talked about Goldust's dick a lot. <laughs> all right, so well, my... Goldust pick- is listening. You know, <laughs> hi, hi, and... Hi. So I picked. Dave specific, appreciates your dick in the specific suit. to what? Specific years. Oh, moments. like okay, okay, okay. I'm all about moments. Oh. So I picked Randy so Savage. You're, so you're OCD. I picked. Okay. Uh, oh, most definitely. <laughs> I'm very happily OCD. I picked Randy Savage WrestleMania Seven. 
That's the best that. one he's ever had. I love the... Is that blue and white? the blue and white. Okay. The one you fucking hate so I much. I fucking hate it. Because like, on 2K19 and 2K20, I make that suit. He's like, what? like Jesse, I do it purposely to piss I you off. I prefer Batman <laughs> in, in the trunks with the cape <laughs> and the spinning... Not the jacket and the cowboy no, hat no, and I the glasses. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. I just don't... Randy Savage, WrestleMania 7, Ultimate Warrior, King of the Ring, 1996... Well, that was one with the crazy airbrush. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. It was that one? Or was that bodysuit? No. No, no, no. It was not. I, I hate the bodysuits. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, stupid. Was bodysuit WCW? He, he did no, do a bodysuit. No, that was like he, he 92. Did w- yeah, it was terrible. Oh, okay, okay. 92. When I saw him, like, when I, like now when I saw the bodysuit, I was like, I just thought of Renegade. Oh, ah, yeah. yes. So I was like, I can't take this seriously. Yes. The next one I was going to pick was the uh, Ultimate Maniacs. The, the jacket for that yeah. suit was sick. Um, uh, Road Warriors WrestleMania 13. That was yep. when they came. Yep. They had the uh, the design down the side. Yeah. And then re- then the Road Warriors 2000. I also liked that one. Was With funny. the motorcycle helmets. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Were there motorcycle helmets or were yeah. they hockey helmets? They were goalie helmets. helmets. Oh, okay. Yeah. For some reason, I always thought they were goalie helmets. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rey Mysterio Joker WrestleMania 25. God, you guys, get all, your get your own material. He has. I remember on his. Special, he said he has like over almost a thousand, over a thousand masks. And I'm like, how do you pick? So, I, but I was like, that. Not only was that a good match, but I loved the entrance with that attire, and I liked the look of it. I was like, it's so Mister. And then the fiend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the fiend's yeah. new, like his attire, his look, the mask, everything. That was hard. That top five. I just thought of another one that, like, I I loved Ho- Hollywood Hogan. Yep. That's some good stuff. The boas. Yeah. Uh, not with the boas. Like, oh. I'm talking like when he went and he got the airbrushed boots and then the lightning up the the, the tights and everything. Like, that was some cool shit. And some current ones I also like now is New Day. Yep. They They've have got some really good tires. Oh, actually, I didn't say my favorite RVD uh, oh. singlet that he had. The Tiger. The Tiger. Oh, the orange, black, and white. And he has a skull in the Yep. Middle. That was fucking badass. He wore that a couple times, too. He wore that at uh, ECW's very last pay-per-view, uh, Guiltiest Charge, when he returned the face. Uh, did he Lynn. wear that against Jeff Hardy at the Invasion? Yes, he did. Okay. That was a good attire. So that was okay. fun. I haven't uh, I haven't seen that one. I guess I'll see it. It's a good attire. Oh, it's, that, that's it's so his good. best one to me. It's, it's, it's funny because we, we mentioned a while ago that Ryback also used the same airbrush artist yep. as RVD. I was going to say, a lot of our picks had airbrushing in there. Yep. So... So if you want to have good attires, wrestlers, airbrush, airbrush the shit out of everything. Uh, again, going back, Sasha Banks. Yep. She probably has the best, some of the best attire out there now. And the best thing with, with her story it's legit. is, yeah, it's her husband. Awesome. Her husband does makes the attire. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. it's like, and he takes it with you know, with great passion. Um, I'm now really, I'm really surprised you, you didn't pick Alexa Bliss as Harley Quinn. I I was certain you were gonna pick that. And it was going to be for... I thought it was going to be a top five turn on. We know what Dave's doing tonight. All Alexa Bliss. Yeah, all Alexa Bliss She's all the time. Stunning. Like yeah. She was going through a phase where she was doing themes. Yep. Like she had a Buzz Lightyear theme, theme one, which was kind of cool. And she had, yeah, she had a Freddy Krueger one. Yep. She had Iron Man. Yep. She had a lot. Um, Dave would know. So going through, <laughs> yep, going through Twitter, okay. I came across a tweet from the official TV, uh Twitter profile that said, This Sunday... The only way to win is to extract your opponent's eye. And I'm like... With what? What is happening? 
And then they go and all these fans and these air quote wrestling journalists are all saying that they're going to be doing a CGI. And I'm like, the fact you have to clarify that is alarming. Like, did you think that we honestly believed what someone if, would lose an eye like Vader did and Stan Hansen? What if <laughs> they're required to have their names on their tights? They both have eyes in their names. What else if they just rip off the eye? Would you be okay yeah. with, with that over them? You CG- must lose an eye. And then it's like, o- oh, wait. Over, over doing a CGI something. What, well, would you pre- well, what stupid thing would you prefer? My stupid thing, which is really fucking stupid. But it's or, also kind of funny at the same time. It, it, it's got a tongue-in-cheek troll job is what like I'm suggesting. I would, like, su- I would like, recommend the eye. And, 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 like, Mysterio goes up and takes the eye out of Rollins, like, <laughs> and then takes off. <laughs> like, I'm sitting I'm like, the only person I would believe to, to actually win this match would be Kane. Yeah. Concerning his movie, See No Evil. Yeah. Where he removed your eyeballs. And I'm sitting I'm like... Maybe he's going to be the runner. It's just, it's funny because... It's not May 19th, though. It's, it's, it's funny because Vince went on record saying that they don't do blood and guts wrestling. It's... And I'm like, but you will do removing an eyeball CGI and I'm like okay so what caused them to make this pay-per-view horror thing you know you know where they went stupid is please pinpoint that for me okay ready for the well in this rivalry so they did the the Rollins putting his eye towards the the corner of a of a step right and then Mysterio says it's going to be an eye versus eye eye for an eye match the dumb thing they did is WWE came out on their Twitter and said, somebody's going to lose an eye. It's like, why would you say that? Just leave it as an eye for an eye match. And then and then it has... Leave it to no, the imagination. Yeah, nobody knows, like, nobody knows what the fuck a swamp match is, but they're having it. Nobody knows. So it could be anything. No one knew no, what the, the Boneyard match was. Nobody knew. Nobody knew what a Firefly Funhouse match was. They're like, okay, I guess we're going to see some shit. And, and... It worked because there was no expectations. Well, now the expectations are somebody's got to get fish hooked and their eye ripped out. And That's if they the don't deliver on that, there's yeah. going to be some pushback. Yeah, yeah people are going to be like mad that they lied. Why did they lose an eye? <laughs> like, uh, I'm just, well, I'm sitting there like, I'm telling you, they got to put their names on their tights and they just remove the eye. I'm like, how, I'm you. how are people going to sit here and watch a man get an eye ripped out of his head? How am I going to watch this? Have you met people? I'm just like... (laughs) How am I going to watch this in 15 years? That's what my question is, because I'm not going to watch it now. And it's like, what led them to make this pay-per-view horror-themed? And why not... Yeah, and why not hold off... It's not Halloween month. Like, where did this come from? And if you're going to make anything horror-themed, why didn't you wait and bring back Halloween Havoc? That's what I said last podcast. Yes. Bring back Halloween Havoc. Yes, you're Bring exactly back the right. Inferno match, too, where people get yes. lit on fire. Hey, that's horror. Not for real, but for real. <laughs> that's horror. Uh, it was just <laughs> like, okay, so you guys are a PG-13. But you guys have to be a star. But you're going to... And it's the he- most heavily marketed match right now on social media. It's the one they're constantly talking about. Yeah. So it's like, you guys are trying to go for culture shock. Yeah. And it's like... It's gonna work, but it's gonna be leading to a lot of How are situations. How you gonna CGI it, right? Is it gonna be like Henry Cavill in Justice League, where you see his mouth not moving because they CGI'd his full beard, as opposed to saying, "Hey, when Superman had a black attire, he had a beard." Let's yeah. keep it that way. No, no, they, they, no, they no. spent ten million dollars. That's another thing. CGI is not cheap. 
Yeah. Let's fire a you bunch of wrestlers and use the money for people, CGI. But now you can pay for CGI. Okay. Why, though? When did Jesse, do you remember ever asking for an eye for an eye match? Nope. Did you ever ask for an eye for an eye match? Who asked for this you match? Keep, you keep this up. I'll ask you for an eye you for an eye match. You know what? Take both my eyes was, right now. I was happy that they're going to do Mysterio versus Rollins because their rivalry was good until they did an eye for an eye. It was like, why? It was offensive to so many with the Muhammad Hassan stuff, which I completely agree with. How is this not offensive to so many more? Yeah. You're going to watch someone get his eye removed? Yeah, you're going, going like, what? what the? Like, they're, they're straight up going Old Testament. Right. And it's like, what? Why? Is this... Okay, this may be reaching a little bit, but I want to hear you guys' personal thoughts. Is this just as bad as the sacrifice thing from ECW? Because we shot on no, that no. pretty good. No, no, no. because this is going to end up coming coming out looking cheesy. Where the sacrifice was, was real was trying to shock yeah. you. Yeah. It's yeah. going to look... The crucifixion, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that's what I meant. It's going to... like how about, Remember when they had an uproar about the... Uh, Sacrifice the sacrificing of uh, Stephanie Man. Yeah, how people wasn't like, the uproar what? that like Vince was was he was the one that he was the one that yeah it was, of course me, it was his. Yeah. wasn't that more the uproar was towards that because it was it was nonsensical yeah it made no sense okay but it wasn't so much of the crucifix crucifixion of Steph there were some in regards to that oh, okay but most of it was like I remember that storyline <laughs> and I remember my dad telling me. Like he's like, wouldn't it be funny if if like Austin comes down and saves her, and then she kisses Austin and says, "Daddy, I'm in love with Austin." Like that. That was like my dad's story. It was like, <laughs> like that, that's what should happen. I'm like, that's stupid, Dad. That's a Twilight love yeah, story. Like this is Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> and led you to believe it might happen. And then, and then they did it with Triple H like a year later. And I was like, he was just ahead of the curve. That's another thing that, that I laughed about. I was like. We also remember that we watched a storyline where Triple H drugged Stephanie. Yeah. And married her. Listen, and, still, and they still have, and they have three listen, kids and they're yeah. happily married to this day. <laughs> like, I understand this whole cancel culture that's going on because some things that happened in the past are bad, but fuck me. It was entertainment. <laughs> Just let it go. Triple H also fucked a corpse. Like, shit happens, man. Tony well, Kane, the same one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Situations are a lot different. One time was she was alive, <laughs> another time she wasn't. So <laughs> I like to stand in the middle, I'm like okay, okay, their own. Okay, okay. But yeah, I was just going through Twitter and I saw that and I was like, I want to hear Jesse and Ben's feelings yeah. about. I, I kind of I kind of hope they go mine and just have the names on the tights and just it's the biggest troll. Wouldn't it be funny if they went for a finish that didn't happen? Like it just like let's say Rollins loses, he just runs away. That could be a thing. That remember, might actually remember happen. Remember the hell of a cell. Uh, where between uh, the Fiend and Rollins, and it ended up in a non-finish in a Hell in a Cell match. They could they could revisit that shit just to get them out of this corner. It's, it's weird they're marketing such a violent thing. Yeah, so it's like it's like they're like, hey, let's test our. And they're having other <laughs> matches on this card, but they're not horror themed. Well, There's only a few of them that are. Uh, Bray Wyatt, sorry, the Fiend and Braun Strowman is a funhouse match, right? No, it's a swamp match. Swamp I, don't, match. I don't think it's the. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't think it's the, the Fiend. I think it's Bray Wyatt. I think it's Bray Wyatt. It's 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 um, Wayland Mercy Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> when Bray Wyatt comes out and he's all like in the fucking yeah, uh, Hawaiian thing, that was Wayland Mercy, but, wasn't it? That was well, why is he to back to that? You guys need to keep up with today's wrestling. <laughs> it's so hard. I'm not even watching it. I just see this shit on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> it's so hard. 
Like there's even okay. like there, there's talks now about SummerSlam. How there's like a lot of these journalists are saying don't expect too much hype, don't expect too much matches because WWE's feeling is there's no fans, so we'll just give mediocre matches now. And then Edge was apparently a huge part of SummerSlam, but he's injured, he's gone. Okay. So don't expect Lesnar on the show. That makes sense. He's got a contract and he's got only so many dates. Whatever. But when when journalists come out and say something like <laughs> WWE is just going to give you mediocre matches, that is such an insult to the talent. You, do you, is that Meltzer saying that? Well, it doesn't matter who it is. That's such an insult. That's like that's like, hey, Drew, I know you're going to go out there, but can you just give like half your effort, please? Like we don't, you know, even though we're on TV and nobody's here, you know, nobody cares. Just go half. Mm-hmm. Like that 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 insults the talent. How? I don't. Well, yeah, man, that, I, that's I see what you mean there. I'd be kind of like, uh, no, fuck you. I'm yeah, just like I think real deal. I think you're you're still gonna get good matches. Well, in, in my thought, Daniel was, Bryan, AJ Styles on SmackDown, yep. two three weeks ago. That that was, match was a fucking yeah, bang. Another thought I, I had them. was, what if SummerSlam doesn't even happen? Because Florida is breaking records every single day with COVID. Well, they'll just move it to so they might, or some shit. Well, that's the thing. Like where USA as a whole is. Not doing good Edmonton, at all. they're right near the Rocky oh, yeah. Mountains. <laughs> yeah, I saw city, that man. tourism video. I was like, "That's okay." It's a hub city. Yeah, we're near the Rocky Mountains. Four hours away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't get me started on all this right. shit. <laughs> That's hey. all I got for Body Slam. Let's go into some beneficial facts about wrestling, not about the Oilers and being near the Rocky Mountains. We're going to bring it back on track here to, you know, the actual wrestling. Wow. Um, eye for an eye match. Jesus Christ. Um, so King Fall of the Ring 1997 <laughs> took place June 8, 1997 at the Providence Civic Center in Providence, Rhode Island in front of 9,312 fans that came to watch this tagline unfold. It's bound to get medieval. Brace <laughs> yourself. <laughs> no. That can't be it. Yeah. Oh, well, sometimes you joke. What do you you think I'd make this stuff up? I was hoping. No. Oh, oh wait till you see Great American <laughs> Bashes ne- next week's show. Oh, my God. Well, it's but, WCW. Yeah. It's got to be so much worse than this one. <laughs> but, yeah. And uh, commentary is done by Jim Ross and Vince McMahon. No Jerry the King Lawler as he's competing in the King of the Ring semifinal match. This is WWE's roster at this time is mm. Jerry Lawler. Yeah, baby. Semi prolific match right now. His entrance drove me nuts. Uh, Free for all matches results. We'll get to those uh, right away. The Headbangers defeated Bart Gunn and Jesse James in six minutes and ten seconds. Looks like Jesse James and Bart are not quite the new age tag team they were looking for. Here come the puns. (laughs) You realize it's not Billy, right? I said Barker. They're not okay. quite the new age. Okay, okay. I'm just making sure I'm trying to stay on board. You're not quite you. following, Jesse. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Because you're, you're like, you're mentally waiting for puns. You're like, fuck this. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm tapping already, out. I'm checking out already. Like, fuck it. I'm out. Pun, but oh, I'm you out. didn't know. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, this eyeball match just kind of fucked your with your mind, didn't it? <laughs> it, did. it did. And Edmonton being near the Rocky Mountains, that also fucks with my mind. Oh, fuck. So when I heard that, I literally had, it, had to stop and be like, are they? Was it WCW? No, they're, not. they're not. No. They're as close to the Rocky Mountains as Todd Pettengale said Winnipeg was. Thank you. I was just an asshole. Well, no, Edmonton's a little closer. 
Regina, Saskatchewan is closer to the mountains in Winnipeg. That's true. That's true. And we know how flat that town is. Off track again. Okay. Yeah, so it's not just bias on it, does it? It's, That's today's it speed. It's us. Off track. <laughs> that should be the tagline. Off track with everything. King of the Ring did a .50 pay-per-view buy rate at 140,000 pay-per-view buys with a live gate of $202,963. Win. With... $74,672 in merchandise sales. See, at first I, was, I thought you were going to say $1,400. I'm like, that's a low buy rate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with 1,400 people. I mean, $220,000. dollars charging ten grand a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels were originally supposed to have had a match at this event. Bret, though, had knee surgery in April and was still supposed to be sidelined. The original stipulation for the match was uh, all Hart Foundation members were to be handcuffed to the ring posts. And if Brett couldn't beat Sean in under 10 minutes, Brett couldn't wrestle in the USA ever again. Ever. 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 That would but instead, the thing. But instead, we got HBK in Austin. The now WWF Tag Team Champions, after dethroning Owen and British Bulldog on an episode of Raw, which I actually suggest uh, to our listeners, watch that match on Raw. That's actually, that's a that's a pretty good match, actually. And uh, speaking of Raw, three weeks before King of the Ring, HBK sounded off in an alleged, in an, in a allegedly inebriated state, making his sunny days comment which led to a serious and real backstage confrontation between the two. So in the end, due to Brett actually wanting to end HBK and pretty much set him on fire for real, not Inferno match set on fire where it's fake, but set him on fire Matt for Kane real. Matt setting Jim Ross on fire? Yeah, the, that's fake. Oh. That's Mark? fake. But he was on fire. But that's fake. I saw it. I saw it too. But it was fake. It, was not, it wasn't for real. This was for real. Brett wanted to light him on fire for real this time. There's for a difference. No gimmicks. Huge difference, Dave. Got it. Uh, Vince decided Brett's knee injury was too serious for him to compete and pretty much scrapped the match. In other words, uh, he, he, sa- he the- saved uh, Shawn Michaels from getting shot pretty much. Yeah, he didn't want the beating. No. Either no. way. Either Shawn beating up Brett or Brett, you know. Uh, Brett, uh, just just my opinion only. Brett would have just ripped his head off. Um, Brian Pillman and Austin were supposed to have had a match as well at King of the Ring. But... We did get some form of a confrontation between the two, as Austin would flush Pillman's face down the toilet. The real question to all of this is, why the fuck did you put a camera in the toilet stall? Yeah, that's weird. So if somebody could have been taking a shit in there earlier in the day, I would have no idea it was yeah. being filmed. This yeah. is also before GTV. Yeah. Not cool. No. <laughs> GTV? Cool. Remember GTV? Yeah, I do. <laughs> big Show and Valiant's with the journal? They call you the Big Show? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> I love GTV. Awkward, <laughs> but lots of fun. Uh, that was probably the best one, actually. <laughs> top five GT, uh, GTV moments. No, we already have a top five, Ben. When we top... get to that. Hey, don't, hey, don't get mad at me because ideas come to my head, man. I get mad at you because you bring ideas out. And then it I just did. Just keep them in. June 2nd, (laughs) six days before King of the Ring, Vince and Brett had a discussion on wanting to restructure Brett's 20-year contract 
Vince used the words um, financial peril in regards to the state of WWE's business right now. Long story short, this was the seed planted, which would all come to a head in November of 1997. There's something screwy going on with this, I think. <laughs> Another pun. Two for two, Dave. Two for two, Dave. Doing a good job. Turbo puns. Um, <laughs> and I just made tool tonight. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll get an honorary mention at least. I yeah. have to. Uh, Vader's, Vader's nose was Vader's nose. Let's talk about Vader's nose and how it was broken in four places. I'm still trying to recover from the whole Brett and Sean rivalry. Now you bring up Vader's nose. Yeah, well, we can't get too much into Brett and Sean. It, it's going to carry <laughs> on within the year. Trust me, it's going to get more and more heated. Um, oh, and uh, had a broken uh, septum on top of his uh, nose being broken in four places, and uh, due to the breathing difficulties, Vader was sidelined and Triple H was re-entered into the tournament even though Triple H lost to Ahmed Johnson by DQ in round one. So, yeah. So was Hunter ever meant originally to win the King of the Ring? Like, like the, the narrative is that he paid his dues, which he did, mm -hmm. and his King of the Ring victory got moved a year. Well, this says... No, because, Otherwise. because like if Vader was in it and the reason he was pulled was because of his nose, then that means, like, because they can't predict injuries, that means Trips wasn't meant to win it. It was probably Ahmed Johnson was meant to win the oh, fucking God. thing. Don't even joke about Well, and then later on we see him being pushed. Just, I'm like, no. just we'll get to that. We There's a lot of shit that we're going to, there's yeah. a lot of deuces we're dropping tonight, so. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler. Real. What? Says shit's about to get real. Uh, another, ooh, yeah. another putt. That's three. Um, we're going to go for Dave. Or, uh, <laughs> Dave. Oh, come on! <laughs> um, let's, talk about Jerry, let's talk about uh, Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> Do we have to? Yes. Okay. He appeared at ECW's Wrestlepalooza in Philadelphia the night before King of the Ring. The heat was so great from Lawler's appearance that once the scene was done in the ring with the spot... He had to get the fuck out of there really quick. Because people, I think, legitimately only want to hang him. Was that when he attacked with a kendo stick? Or did that come after? He had a couple of appearances. Okay. So I'm, I'm basically just combining a whole bunch together. I want to say this is the one um, where Lawler comes out and says they should have uh, filled this building with toilet paper because there's nothing in it but shit or something like that. Oh, I think that was the, uh, the promo. And... Uh, him getting the fuck out of there after saying stuff the shit like that. Yeah, I can see why. This was Sid's final WWE pay-per-view match. Ever. 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 Ever, ever? ever. Really? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. He had such a weird career. He did. Very. He really, right? really did. Like, everywhere he went, the fans fucking loved him, but he never stuck around. He's had so many names, too. And... Like, for, for reasons as, like, stabbing Arn Anderson is one. Uh, softball is another. But he just never stuck around. But, like, stabbing softballs? No. E everywhere he went, the fans, ECW, they loved him. Yep. WCW, they loved him. WWF, they fucking loved him. And he just never stuck around. It's well, I, I watched the event where Sid was uh, the surprise at an ECW event. Like, the fans just about jizzed all over themselves when he came out. Yeah. 
Like, holy shit. Um, Austin, Steve Austin, Steve Austin, Austin, Steve Austin. Is there another Austin? Sorry, is that my uh, middle lap there for a sec? At this point was already, <laughs> Austin at this point was already fighting uh, career-threatening neck issues. Uh-oh. And retirement was a serious consideration at this time. A doctor had told Austin that his current issues could be the start of a more serious chain of problems. Austin got a second opinion, and that doctor said he could keep working, but he'd be in constant considerable pain going forward. Austin's not going to enjoy August. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But yeah, this it was suggested that this actually should have been Austin's swan song match at this time. Because that this is how Can serious problems were. How the industry would be if it was? WCW would you think. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Thank Maybe you, this financial Austin. peril shit was uh, for real then. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if we does does Vince let Brett walk? Ah. Right? Like like there's so many things that were changing and yeah. One thing changes the entire landscape. You it's know, there's so many the things. Butterfly effect. Exactly. Dun, dun, dun. WWF WWE had shot nine episodes of WWF Superstars stemming from nineteen eighty six to nineteen ninety at this arena. Alright. This is the fifth time King of the Ring has been at this building. Well, 1987, That's why Jim Ross keeps on referencing. Yes. Okay. I'm like, man, like, it's Providence. I actually... Like, you're talking, tr- you're talking about this. this like it's fucking New York, dude. Like, calm down. Now it makes sense. But I, I tripped over finding this. Uh, 1987, 1980, 1988, 89, 91 were all at the Providence Civic Center. Hmm. And uh, this is the first time WWE has held a pay-per-view at this building since Royal Rumble 1994. And over 40 house shows for WWE have been held at this uh, this venue as well. They like Providence. Yeah. Well, it's close to New, it's close to New York. Yeah. It's probably cheap. Yeah. And uh, five things that happened on this day in wrestling history to end beneficial facts. In 1985... Black Bart defe- uh, defeated Ronnie Garvin to win the NWA title in Atlanta. In 1990, Stan Hansen defeated Terry Bam Bam Gordy to win the uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling Triple Crown title. 1999, on Raw, Ivory defeated Deborah to win the women's title. Deborah? Deborah, yep. Puppies! She defeated Deborah, yep. Uh, Dan Severn and Tatanka's birthday. Are on June 8th. And 2010 WWE NXT Season 2 begins on Sci Fi. Who was in NXT Season 2? That is the one. Oh, shoot. Um, no, not worth mentioning. Oh, do you know? Cut, um, Low Key, I believe, was on. They changed the themes. Yeah, they did. Low Key, Cabal was on that one, yeah. I believe. Oh, all right. There's a lot. All right. That didn't go well. So we know nothing about NXT Season 2, but these have been your <laughs> beneficial facts this week. Our opening match of the evening is a King of the Ring semifinal match between Ahmed Johnson no, and fuck. Vader. No, no, sorry. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. <laughs> and Helmsley wins by pinfall at 7 minutes and 42 seconds. It's the miracle underdog story. Dave, what were your thoughts? Yes, I go first, Ben. That's what you get for screwing up your beneficial facts. Ha <laughs> ha. That's why you did that, right? Hey, you get the no, L.A. Johnson match. 
Now you get tool twice. What? Yep. Times First two. ever. Yeah. <laughs> you knew it'd be you. <laughs> okay. It, it, it could only be you. So um, on paper, I was not excited at all. And seeing the match, I, st- I was <laughs> not excited not at all. No, uh, no. My only note was, that was a weird scissor kick by Ahmed. Oh, <laughs> I, my note is, what the fuck was that scissor kick? It's like he gets, God it's, damn it. It's like every match we review, he wants to hit a different angle. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'll get it. For that for that part alone, he got tool tonight. It was well, like it was like two minutes into the match. I, I guarantee was like, that's easy. The next few Nobody matches, can talk back. The next few matches we watch of him, he's gonna go around. And we'll be like, yes, he's gonna hit it properly. He's like, nope. I'm gonna skip that one. Uh, I get the match a D. <laughs> Triple H did the best he could for what, what, what he had, but I feel if you give anything higher than a deal with a D with Ahmed, you are definitely not watching the sober. Yeah. Ben? As great of a worker Triple H is, as a sound ring general as he is, he could not save Ahmed's shit in this match. Like, my goodness. Like, the two things that stuck out were, like, you calling it a scissor kick, Dave, is being very generous. <laughs> it's being very generous, um, yes. He just lifted his leg up and just dropped it on Hunter's back. That's what I call it. And the spine buster Ahmed delivers, like, they both looked like they weren't sure that was going to happen. It, it looked like Triple H was kind of going into the spot going, okay, I... Pretty sure he's spine busting me. I'm in a post like he is, and hope <laughs> to God that he does it properly and safely. Yeah. And it looked like he almost killed him. potentially killed him. Yeah. Actually, watching this match, I was kind of—I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I was like, you know, what would be awesome right now because Almond has done such shitty scissor kicks. I actually kind of want <laughs> Booker T to jump the rail, come in, and slap Jack Almond. Saying, uh, let me show you how to do it, sucker, and then scissor kick Triple H. It'd be like, at this boom! Time, Booker has done the, the uh, scissors kick. Yeah. yeah. Many it's times. Like, it's Stevie like Ray's done it and does it better. <laughs> Ahmed, you have to have seen this done. And it's like he's like, no, I'm going to rebel. I'm going to do my own version. Hey. Your version sucks. You go down. <laughs> you go down. And can we talk about his shin pads? Or the, uh, not that You mean his entire leg pads? His thigh pads? You guys need to... What's he scared of happening? You guys need to listen. Um, it, I think it's for Royal Rumble 97, because Ahmed's in that one, right? Like, in yeah. the Rumble? Uh, well, the, with the match, but Bruce Pritchard, on his podcast, Conrad asks him, he's like, what the fuck was with Ahmed's <laughs> things? He's like, I don't fucking know! He can't slap his hand when he doesn't kick or anything! He's, 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 like, <laughs> he's like, he went out one time, and everyone in the back's like, what the fuck was he wearing? As he walked out, and it just... He got over and they're like, all right. And then next week he had fucking elbow pads on his triceps. Like, nobody knew. Like, I'm expecting to come out like, like, like the Michelin Man soon. <laughs> like, take a bump, or like, you know, bump me now. <laughs> he, becomes, he, could, he becomes Big T in WCW, right? Yes. Yes, okay. He replaces yeah. Booker T in Harlem Heat. To become Big T. So we got Stephen Ray and Ahmed Johnson and as Harlem Heat. Wait, so he replaces oh. Booker T as Big T? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, because he does the scissor kick better, you idiot. Ouch. You go down. Even as a troll, that hurt. <laughs> Sorry, You're man. trolling him, but you disrespected me. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> um, Lots of notes. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> um, I gave the match an F. It's all right. fucking horrible. I gave this match a D. 
It was crap. Yeah. Uh, Hunter did the best he could, like you guys said. He was said. bumping really good. He, he did. was. He was, and that's why I gave it a D because I was like, I can't, I, I can't give it an F because Hunter was trying his ass off here. But, but Ahmed uh, was worse. Ahmed was so work. fucking bad. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes, he was. So the finish was China distracts Ahmed, leading to him being hit with the pedigree. I Yay. mean, he took the pedigree well. Sure. And I was like. One good thing, Please 20 bad. Please don't kick out. He's, he, yeah. He's <laughs> trying new things. He's trying new things. Our next match is the other semifinal of the King of the Ring tournament. we got Mankind facing Jerry the King Lawler. And Mankind wins by submission at 10 minutes and 24 seconds. Ben, what were your thoughts? Just about as many notes as <laughs> the first one, really. Um, Mankind was really... Uh, He's working with Lawler, so he wasn't really able to do all that much. It kind of hindered uh, Mankind from having like a good performance in the match. Lawler, with his thing that he had in his hand and kept putting it back in his tights, uh, that's, this, that sounded like so wrong. Times. By the way, yeah, he put his thing in his hand and put it back in his hands. What match were you watching? I will leave the imagination to our listeners, however they see fit to uh, oh, use Oh, he that. was putting that thing in his ass. See, I put right. brass knuckles thinking... He I, wasn't brass knuckles. I, better than saying thing. Well, what was it then? <laughs> I, I said brass knuckles, just to be safe. We can't say foreign object, he put it back in his tights, because, well... He took that's it out. not true either. It's a he domestic it item. Puts this hand, hits him with it, and puts it back in his pants. We can't say it's his domestic <laughs> item. That <laughs> goes out with nothing. <laughs> Put that back in my pants. Are you putting your? What if he actually was holding pants? nothing? I don't. I think he actually was, and I think I, I, I thought it was like I think when he went to do it, he probably realized he didn't actually put the thing in his tights like he had hoped. He's like, "Fuck." Okay. Well, I was like, know. "Is he using like like Invisalign sponsored brass knuckles?" Okay. <laughs> like, but can't see them, but they're there. Here's the thing, though. Like the ref kept looking over at his. He saw him doing it. And, I mean, if you're the ref looking at me and I'm trying to hide something, basically I'm I'm doing this motion. <laughs> well, so, isn't pro- that gonna look kind of weird no. after three or four times? The ref's probably like, oh, no. he's itchy. He's, no. he's itchy. Maybe he has a personal problem. Don't you be on. judging the refs? They have a hard job. <laughs> I think. And I mean, this match was forgettable. It was really slow. There was nothing really exciting that happened except for mankind delivering the mandible call to Jerry Lawler, which was because awesome. that was the finish. That was what that I was, was finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's over! Pretty much. And I gave the match a D. Dave. How has the ref missed all these brass knuckle shots? <laughs> Thank you. Like, how? You see him seeing him, but, seeing him. But if the ref notices he doesn't have anything... It's not foreign, it's a domestic item. No, no. but if he notices that Lawler <laughs> actually doesn't have anything, and he's like, well, I don't know why he's being an idiot and trying to stuff it back in his pants. I know he has nothing. Maybe the ref is, is smarter. Maybe so we're dumb? Maybe he's got Unagi. Ooh. I never thought of that. Yes. Forgot about Unagi. But he actually had something in his hand, so he missed that, so he doesn't have Unagi. I, okay. So, the biggest thing that drove me batty about this match was Jerry hits his power driver finish outside. Yes. And it led to nothing. Yes, right. It really did. I was like, are we trying to kill the power driver at this point? Because, and then he hits a second power driver in the ring, and, uh, I don't say Kevin's Jack, and Mankind kicks out at two. Dude, love, I mean... So I was like, I mean, okay, Jerry Lawler's finish is now not something that is taken seriously no more. Yeah. Well, I think Jerry Lawler's career really isn't taken seriously anymore. Yeah. Well, his entrance was driving me nuts. I actually skipped it. I was like, like, stop talking, get through the ring. I love his entrance. I'm like, I'm done. Trolls the fans like that. I love that. (laughs) I gave the match a D because, yeah. 
I also gave the match a D. There was just nothing going on no, in this fucking thing. Like, it was just... It was uh, I didn't realize this was after... Uh, this must have been after Ross's sit-down with Mankind where he talks about... Yes. Because, like, Ross keeps on, like, like talking yeah. about those things. And I was like, oh, this must have just happened. And they're pushing him as a baby face. And for some reason, I thought that happened in 98. I thought that happened leading into him and then and then turning with McMahon and then getting turned on by The Rock. I thought that was at that time. I didn't realize it was in 97. So that was interesting. Uh, the finish was Mankind reverses up the pile driver and puts on the mandible claw to win. Good for him. Yay. Yay. Next match, we got Crush facing Goldust. Fuck, why? Goldust by pinfall at 9 minutes and 56 seconds. Dave. You still happy you went first? <sighs> Full disclosure. I fell asleep a lot during this match. Mm. But I did catch in, some moves. In, in 9 minutes and 56 seconds, how I many was times so did you fall bored. asleep? How many times did you close your eyes? In 9 minutes You know and how you close seconds? your eyes and you're like, oh, that was a good 3 seconds? Mm. 3 minutes? It was both the entrances I missed. And then most of the match. <laughs> yeah, and, um, and what was your score for the match? My first note is I was very bored. Yeah. Uh, my second note was, well, that was a nice spike DDT finish. Like, that was a brutal spike. Mm-hmm. And I get a match of D. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> okay. Um, now, I did watch the show on um, my Apple TV because I can. Uh, I have a little app in my phone that actually allows my screen on my phone to actually project cool. onto the uh, Apple TV. Those are so cool So I'm apps. able to do that. Except I did it with this match. And, <laughs> and, um, was, this, was this the first match you've ever done it to? No. No. Okay. No, gonna... no, I've watched a lot of episodes. Oh, okay. Lot, I was uh, gonna say, if you lost your your TV virginity, no, this no, one. no, no, no. <laughs> fuck, I feel bad. bad choice. No, the virginity, uh, the virginity it lost it to was uh, Malenko and Mysterio, Great American Bash '96. Good way to lose your virginity. <laughs> Any fear that comes in at this point, yeah. R- rewind. <laughs> Grow up. Rewind. Yeah. Go back thirty seconds, please. And then yeah. when you get to the part of Jerry Lawler with the thing in his hands, rewind again. It's a domestic <laughs> item, not a foreign item. Um, but uh, my fiance was watching these first couple of matches, and I poor, feel poor very, girl. very sorry for her because she doesn't watch wrestling, and not to and make it sound like she's and she won't anymore. Nope. Well, well <laughs> you showed you know her the wrong ones. You know what? And I do, and good for her. She doesn't after watching this match. Um, she was watching this match with me, and she was going. People are paying money to actually sit down and watch this crap in person. And I that's when I can't argue that. That's when you pause it and then put on Michael's Taker WrestleMania 25 and be like, "This is what it's supposed to be." Take well, I showed her Brett versus Austin. She liked that match. Yeah, take a break, watch some Modern Family. Yeah, after this, these four. Like, yeah. you need a break, honey. <laughs> this um, isn't bad. Like gold dust and crush. Like, to be fair, like, why did this happen? Like, was there a build-up? Was there a rivalry? Like, why... Why did this happen? Like, to me, like, I'm looking at this going, well, why don't you just have Triple H and Goldust in a King of the Ring match? Because at least there's history there, and maybe they'll have a decent match. They'll have a better match than with Ahmed Johnson, but why don't you have that match? Because at least it will lead to somewhere. At least it's... There's I mean, history have, there. They could have Almond versus Crush. Well, I mean... As a return match. Might as well, because at least they're intertwined with each other in their storyline. You know? Like, I don't know. But I'm just looking at this going... Up, what, what, where is this leading to? 
Like, what's what was this for? Like, for Goldust and Marlena to like lick each other and make out with each other, saying that they're husband and wife. Like, was that the story that they're trying to get over? Well, yeah, isn't that when this interview, like with Goldust, where he talks about yeah, how he's yeah, they, so I'm like, everything's getting spoiled with interviews now, Jim Ross. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I mean, I gave the match an an A. No. Oh no. A plus. No. A plus oh. plus. No no no. Oh. I get. I gave it a D. I don't know why I gave it a D. I should have given it an F because, like, Dave, I paid attention to maybe half the match because I just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I, right this thing. I gave the match a D. <laughs> I also... Okay, so Goldust hits the DDT, like... Uh, Spike DDT. Spike DDT, like Dave said, to win. I gave the, the match a D. The only nice thing about it. Uh, the match was fucking boring. Very. Oh, my God. So, so, like, you guys weren't mad when I said I fell asleep. You no, 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 no. I, 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 I legit wanted to know how many times... Um, it was interesting seeing Goldust as a babyface, though. It doesn't that, work. It, yeah, some characters don't work, and for him, it it's not well, the same. The reason why it didn't work, I think, is because when he got in the corner and he was gyrating into Crush's face, people are like, <laughs> Yay! <laughs> what just happened? Weird, but you go, you go, man. Is he licking him? Okay. <laughs> uh... Is he thrusting in his... Oh, my God. Oh, is his uh, wife like this? Like, <laughs> Okay. Uh, our next match is a six-man tag. We got the Hart Foundation, which consists of Owen Hart, Davey Boy Smith, and Jim the Anvil Nightheart, facing the Legion of Doom and Psycho Sid. And the Hart Foundation went by pinfall at 13 minutes and 37 seconds. Ben, what were your thoughts? Why don't you do this? Why don't you have Goldust versus Jim the Anvil Nightheart instead? Because at least Jim just recently came back. You give him a win over Goldust. They're going into the next pay-per-view with Goldust and Anvil involved in it. At least you can build a, some sort of storyline that means something to that main event. You know? I mean, I'm just saying. But to, as far as this match goes, why don't you have a return match with Owen and Bulldog against LOD since they kind of got fucked over in the last event. And have like a return tag team match. You have LOD go over... You have that go into the next uh, storyline, next event. Uh, ben, we don't like you booking things better. Uh, okay, I, I appreciate the crush and goldust because it gave me a good nap. Yeah, the way it was like an intermission. It was an intermission. The way you're saying it, he's not getting a nap. No, I want my fucking naps. Yeah, nice. I am 34. I will put I my logic to the side. And I will <laughs> let you enjoy your nap. Thank you. Okay, back to the six man Justin, match. Keep footies. Well, I, I actually wrote notes on this match. Um, great work by the Heart Foundation. I love I, I love that team's work. LOD and Sid, they did not have it going. Um, there's a lot of spots that Hawk does that I'm just like. We've oy. talked about this in previous episodes. This must be what he's. This is the time because he. Ooh, I don't want to say he's. As bad as Sandman, but he's in one area code not too far away. Like, just the way he's executing stuff and throwing it in it. He's not selling anything. He's just kind of doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. Um, That's how I live my life, man. I will... Well, <laughs> I just do whatever the fuck I want to do. For Sid's last WWE. <laughs> Until you send a text message. Yeah. You okay with this, honey? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if that's okay with you, honey. Yeah. Um, for Sid's last WWE match, <laughs> yikes. Yeah, not the way Yikes. it goes out with a whimper. That's why I said sorry. You had, <laughs> a, you had a main event match in Mania with Hogan, with Undertaker, and this is how you go out. Wow. Um, again, this is... 
if it wasn't for the Hart Foundation's involvement, this this match would have really, really sucked. But I mean, I gave the match a D. I didn't really enjoy it. There were a couple of good spots where what Owen does that are really good. But oh my god, I'll let you go into the finish. But oh my god, that fucking finish. Uh, and I looked at that finish and I went, oh, okay, Dave and Jesse are going to light this one up. <laughs> so go ahead and light it up. Uh, Dave. Hmm. Hmm. So right from the get-go, hmm. nice box by Animal and good save by Owen. Like yes. you saw that opening sequence? Yes. Where Owen's like, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> like he looked right. like he was legit like, what were you trying to do? Yeah, yeah. Like, I also was like, okay, and then Owen immediately jumped on the offense. I was like, okay, good save. But I, as well with you, Owen, was like, what was he trying to go for? So I was like, this is not good. This is not going to be a fun fun match. Yeah. Um, not the best showing for LED, which is not good because it's the second pay-per-view match in a row we've a review with them. And once again, it's the same, like, botches, botches, botches everywhere. Um, very sloppy. And at this point, I'm like, it's not safe to have him in the ring no more. Like, that's where I'm, I'm going with this, where it's like, they're too sloppy, too risky. Like, why? Something's going on with, with them outside the ring, and that should be, you know, taken care of. Because they're looking very unsafe. Um, once again, this pay-per-view has lessened the pile driver's effect. Uh, I believe it was Bulldog hit the pile driver on Hawk. Mm-hmm. And he just no-sold it. Yes, he did. But like, Hawk no sells the pile driver though. He was actually the first one to no sell uh, Jerry Lawler's pile driver. Yeah, he also thing he also no sold the pile driver from I believe it was Booker T outside the ring. We're like, um, what the hell? So I'm just like, really? <sighs> okay, and then this is where I got really annoyed. So Hawk gets double teamed with a wishbone by Owen and Davy Boy. He immediately stands up. Yes. Leans against the ropes himself. And Irish whips himself. Because Bulldog <laughs> didn't even get a chance to hold his hand to throw him. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I, I have no that. notes on Sid because honestly, Sid had some little missed time issues, but nothing that was to the point of like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I literally just watched the guy get wishbone, lean against the ropes himself, and throw himself. And I'm you like, sure did. what are we doing? And now you say this is Sid's last match, and I feel very bad for him because I gave this match a D. I wasn't given an F, but I gave it a D based on uh, the Hart Foundation. I also gave this match a D because Hawk was just... I don't even know what the fuck he was doing. Uh, Sid was Sid. You know, he... He, he, he knows what to expect of Sid. Yeah, like, it's like with Luger. You know, you expect not great stuff. Sid and Luger is a tag team. Oh. Sid Luger and and Ahmed Johnson. Man, and that's and, and, Ahmed and, and Buff Bagwell. <laughs> we're making a stable now. Yeah, it's a new NWO we're making. Flexi Lexi World Order Pearl, Pearl River Universe. No, that's wrong. Okay, are you doing WCW pay per view tagline? You damn right. <laughs> the Pearl River Cycle Package. <laughs> what about that? What about, sounds like some weird. What about Buff? You forgot about Buff. He's in there. <laughs> He's in there. Say it again. The Pearl, Pearl River, River Cycle, Cycle package. Buff Package. That's enough. Oh, that's the stuff. That'd be his. Oh, okay. that's the, the Pearl River Cycle Stuffed Package. Jesus. <laughs> Search that on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> well, we just named a stable. Um, 
Yeah. This is why we are not creators on the Owen WWE. and Davey did the best they could. Jim was Jim. Yeah. Uh, Animal did okay. I like that in the match, actually. Animal did okay. Sid was Sid. Hawk was garbage. Yeah. Oi. He, uh, you can God, say he God, was God rest Hawk garbage. Hawk garbage. He was Hawk garbage. <laughs> After some chaos, Sid goes for the powerbomb on Davey. And then Owen goes off the top to do a sunset flip. Oh, God. Right? And he misses. Right. And he kind of just reaches up and, like, kind of t- crawls back and tickles Sid's thighs. And like, hey, come well, on. Well, what would be your reaction? You'd fall backwards, too. <laughs> My reaction was I laugh because you hear Owen say, oh, shit. And he, like, <laughs> like, he, like, weasels away back and tickle, 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 and then rolls. I'm like, well, that was nice. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, D. <laughs> All right, we got Mankind facing Hunter Hearst, Helmsley, in the King of the Ring finals. Helmsley wins by pinfall at 19 fucking minutes and 26 <laughs> seconds. Dave, what were your thoughts? At this point, I think all the single matches have all the same style and flow. Slow? Like, yeah, slow, uh, just go out there, do something, and win or lose and come back. Yeah. Like, it felt yeah, like every... minutes? Yeah, yeah, it definitely felt that way, too. Um... Although, it, it, after a while, it, it got a little bit better for me. After all the confusion. Like, how did the ref not see the low blow? How, the ref was looking right at them. He, he saw the foot go up. He's like, oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> ref's distraction. Like, can you imagine if the ref did that? Ref's distraction. I didn't see that. Keep the match going. Didn't see it. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, nice... Uh, there was a spot where Mankind was on the apron, and uh, Triple H gave him a hot shot neck break on the top rope, and Mankind flew the outside. I thought that was nicely done. Yep. Very nicely done. Mankind taking sick bumps yep. as, as per usual. The pedigree onto the table looked devastating, but like positive devastating. Like it yep. looked good. Yeah. Like it good looked. Good devastating. Yeah. Oxymoron. I'm like, that was the Mankind that I want to see. What about him getting hit by the scepter? From China, was that was that Ooh. positively? She doesn't need a scepter. Like she could just hit him with her arm. And the whole thing enough. like exploded. I'm like, did that hit a fan? <laughs> Most likely. It reminded me of when uh, Macho hits. Hey, yes, yeah, uh, uh, Warrior. Yeah, the thing exploded. With, with the thing, and I was just like, what is with scepters, <laughs> man? Jesus, stop bringing to the ring, people. E- exactly. Um, I gave the match a C. And the reason why I gave it such a high mark is comparatively, comparatively to the other matches before, this was the best one so far. So I was like, I'll give it a C. I enjoyed it enough. Enough for 20 minutes, though. Oh, my God. Jeez. <laughs> 20 minutes, really? Yeah. Yep. I thought it was like 15, to be honest. <laughs> it felt like 40. Okay. It took a while to get going, but once it did, it was good. It did get better as time went on. A great story told, I thought. Good selling by Triple H. Good selling by Mankind. Lots of you know good bumps mm-hmm. by Mankind, and they were they were very unique and creative. Like they were, I'm being serious when they when I say this. They were trying some things. <laughs> trying some new things, guys. So, usually, when we say that, it's sarcasm. Yes, but, but you but you I seriously mean it. mean it. No, I actually mean it because that was crazy with Sid Vicious doing a headlock table. No, well, oh, look at him trying new things. <laughs> Ben's like, it looked good. I'm like, yeah, you're trying new things. <laughs> I didn't have anything. <laughs> um, but there's chemistry between the two. You can see it, but they're still kind of feeling each other out with it. At least they're experimenting. Um, the poach match, the po- the poach, 
Poached, uh, poached eggs? Poached eggs, anyone? That, that post match stuff. Poached meat. Post meat. What? <laughs> post meat. What? Post meat. Hey, if you're going poached eggs, I'm going post meat. You are, is that Australian? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't um, know. <laughs> the post match stuff. <laughs> not Oh, that's stuff, what not, you're trying to not say. Not oh. stuff. Stuff. <laughs> was really good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, enough. And enough. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> um, the uh, when uh, Triple H gets uh, coronated and everything. Oh, so Triple H wins. <laughs> to listeners, I took Jesse's job right there. Um, I I love the coronation. How Triple H just takes the crown, just beats the shit out of him, even though it's made of cloth. Still hurts. Whatever. Um, actually, the funny story is uh, Triple H actually refused to wear that crown. Oh really? He just refused, flat out refused it. Like they kept giving him new crowns to put on because <laughs> they want him to push the King of the Ring thing, and he just said, "No, nah, I'm not wearing this shit." But he wears a crown wrestling. And later he kept, on. yeah, I hope he, they, that's uh, a different crown. He's the King of Kings. Yeah, that's the King With of Alexa the Ring. King of beside him. <sighs> Anyways, uh, well, between Alexa Bliss's mm. Harley Quinn and Charlotte as Triple H's King of Kings. That we know what Dave's doing later. Um, Watching that over. <laughs> Bunk. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I, I mean, it was it was a good match. Like it was uh, the storylines with WWF really at this time are you have Bret and Austin, you got the Hart Foundation with Sean. Uh, there's you got the Nation of Domination shit. There's not really any unique uh, contrast. But with these two guys, there is, and it's actually kind of interesting because mm-hmm. you got Triple H, you know, the blue blood, silver spoon in his mouth, and you got Mankind. But they're having good matches, they have good chemistry, but there's a huge contrast between the two. So I like where this is going. I gave the match a C as well, and uh, yeah, it was a good job. It was long, though. I will give you that. It was long. All right. I also gave it a C. It was long. <laughs> they could have gone. Real long. They could have done this in 13 minutes. Fucking ten. The three faces of Foley's could have had like all yeah, they could they could have each had a run in. They could have had a seven minute. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> um, it was quite the underdog story for mankind, especially with Jim Ross selling everything. You know, uh, Helmsley has blue blood in his veins. Where where Mick bled for for this business and saying shit like that, and I thought that was really masterful by Ross to really paint the picture. Uh, also with Trips just beating the fucking living hell out of him. And Mankind keep on kicking out of everything until he goes through the table with a pedigree and then he gets hit by a scepter and then goes back in and gets hit with another pedigree to finally succumb and Hunter being the king of the ring. But too long. Um, If it was 13 minutes, I probably would have given it a B. But at 19 minutes, it was just like, holy fuck. Especially after the first four matches, I was just like, fuck this paper. It just took forever to get going. Yeah. All right, our next match is the Battle of the Tag Champions. We've got Stone Cold Steve Austin facing Shawn Michaels, and it ends in a double disqualification at 22 minutes and 29 seconds. Ben, what are your thoughts? It's the first time on a pay-per-view that the tag team champions actually have like a one-on-one match with each other. Yeah, they mentioned that like 17 times throughout the match too. Did you hear that? I actually found that out before I even watched this match. But did you hear Ross though? Ross yeah, talked about yeah, it the I whole... Did. And I'm like... Yeah. Like, by about, like, the 15-minute mark, I'm like, I get it, Ross. <laughs> They've been fighting for 15 minutes. I get that they're but, tag team champions. 
again, it was a fun match. It was a good match. The only part for me, though, is what like, what purpose did it really serve? To I, I kind of... To give us one good match on this card? Yeah, touche. I, I, I honestly that. think that's what it was. Like, we gotta, we gotta have these guys on the card. Let's have a good banger of a match. I, I, I'm disappointed because I, like, with Mania, Michaels isn't at his peak. You know, his back's all fucked mm-hmm. up. I, I wish that we would have got this match at Mania between these two instead of the match yeah. we got. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it was solid, but I mean, the, the, it's not going anywhere, this thing. So it was kind of hard for me to really get into it, but I enjoyed the work that they did. I gave it a B. It was it was an entertaining as hell match, especially with uh, the stuff after the match when they're walking down the ring together and they're just kind of looking at each other like, you go first. No, you go first. <laughs> I don't trust you. I don't trust you. Your mama. No, your mama. No, I don't know. But, um... um <laughs> and okay. the the pre-match uh, stuff with uh, Sean's promo. Sean's promo was not good. He no, looked, he looked, looked like, like he, he was hopped up on yeah. something. Yeah. And I was just like, Ugh. when he was coming out to the ring too, he just kind of looked just dazed. Just and disinterested in everything. Yeah. He's like, like, this is great. Fuck this world. I kind of kind of took away from the match. Took away what do you think about that um, that special Olympic? Like, was that a the, the kid falling over the railing or something? Was that uh, a, was no. that planned or did I don't he think actually... that was. I think Sean I think and they... I give credit to Sean for actually doing that and just yeah. going to console and then Steve like going to beat. The... I think Steve just took a professional approach with it. Yeah, like okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get heat. Yeah, from this, but I'm like, it was respectable because I remember I first saw that on a YouTube compilation video of where wrestlers break character. Okay. And that was on there. But then I saw it happening. I was like, oh, this is happening here. And I was like, I remember this. And then, so I was under the impression at first, I'm like, okay, but is this a way to get awesome heat? But when the mom comes out and running at the round, I was like, oh, okay. This yeah. actually happened. Yeah. He felt, he felt, yeah. he got a little Cause excited. Because you, you see when the mom shows up, he was like, you can see him getting emotional. Yeah. Like angry. I'm like, oh, sh- no, yeah. don't let yeah. it happen. I think he just got really hyped yeah. up and just lost balance and just tumbled. I mean, that's how I am with Alexa Bliss, so... <laughs> I understand it completely. Fair enough. I've actually never seen her. I haven't Christ. seen her live yet, um, so I can't actually say I've done it before. But I can't say I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, no, I mean, I mean, this is Sean in 1997. Say what you will about him backstage with his attitude. I don't know. I gave him, I gave him props for this. Like he's not an entirely bad guy at this point for consoling the mm-hmm. consoling. Because it could have went bad. It could have. Because the security officers look like they're you know like like physically take him down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. So Sean didn't get my uh, workhorse, but he gets an honorable mention for actually doing that for him. Um, I gave the match a B. It was, it was a good match, but it just <sighs> why? Like, like, like you, you just like, like you said, why? Like, like you said, I think it was the only reason they had a match is to just have a good match on the card because they looked on paper saying this is gonna suck, but we're gonna do it anyways. Um, like, like Pillman's cleared to go. I don't know why they still do. Austin and Pillman, you know, like, fuck. At least that had an ending because it had an inconclusive finish up to this point. Well, you could have had Sean versus Owen. You could have had Sean versus Davey. Like, you didn't need to have the LOD Psycho Sid thing. You could have had Sean and King of the Ring. Yeah, you could have. I don't know, but... Yeah, I don't know, it's just really, like... It's kind of like WWE now with the storylines. It's just, where the fuck is this going? And all of a sudden ends. 
Done. Dave? What do you got, Dave? Go ahead. Um, Austin mocking HBK was hilarious. Yeah. When he did the, uh, the pose. <laughs> Not the middle fingers, because that, that, that's comical with whoever he does it with. But when he did the posing, I was like, that's freaking genius. This is probably my favorite Luthez press that Austin ever has ever done. Because it looks so aggressive. Like he jumped and he hugged them and threw them around. I was like, oh, that looks so good. So, like, who he's in the ring with. Yeah, like, it started off with, like, speed. Yes. I was like, I forgot how fast these two were together. Like, it was arm drag speed. I'm like, whoa, what's happening? Why are they going so fast? Like, why are they so, like, mad at each other? See, Sean and Stunning Steve. If he was Stunning Steve, like, ability here, holy shit. And just overall, these two have great chemistry together. And. I really, I just enjoyed this match a lot. It went long, but I think it went longer than they expected because of the incident with the fan. Yes. Because that yeah. took a while. That took like three minutes, I think. Yeah, like that three took or four two minutes. to three minutes, yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay, this match went a little bit long, but that's why it happened. Um, props to Sean for how he dealt with that situation because it could have went really awful fast. Uh, I get a match of B. It was, I'm going to say it right now, the best match of the card. Oh, by far. I gave this match an A. And I've, I've said on this podcast many times, I grade within a scale of the pay-per-view. And because we've had four Ds and <laughs> one C, and then this thing comes on, I'm like, like it's a wonder I didn't give it a an A+. Because <laughs> I was just like, this fucking match is amazing. I can't wait to. They were flying. They were, both of them were just going nuts. By the way, I hated that camera angle they had. That was... At the ring apron. Yes. Oh yeah. Why? That yes. was fucking garbage. Get get away from that thing. Remember, I, I did not like that. You remember the uh, referee cam? Referee ref, cam. Referee cam. Remember that? Oh god. I, I can't wait it. to hear how you, you you know how you mentioned your criteria, how you grade these <laughs> matches. I can't wait till we get the seventeen matches. Because yeah. that's gonna fuck your system right up. No, it's not. Oh yeah, because you might I have break it up. two A's in the middle, and then all of a sudden. Two B's or or sorry two F's afterwards. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, so the finish was Austin and Michaels both attacked separate refs with their which with I their was finishers. laughing. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and then Hebner comes down and he throws it out because they're being jerks. But I like that you couldn't have one of them win because they're tag team champions. What's the point? So in my head, I'm like the Hart Foundation is going to come back out and attack them. That's what I thought was going to happen. That's what honestly should have happened. But this was oh, like you usually I get really mad at hokey finishes. But this one I was like I laughed at it was them. A fun match. I laughed at them like hitting a stunner and hitting the sweet chin music on rest for like no <laughs> fucking reason. I was like this is good shit. So yeah, I gave it an eight. Great match. This is good shit. Lots of fun. Lots of fun to watch. It was fun. Leads us to our main event. <sighs> they should have swapped these. No, daddy. The fuck you guys? I was I was talking. I was trying uh, to interrupt you. Uh, so I was distracted. Okay, Ben. Now it's forced. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's for the WWF title. Dad, for <laughs> yeah, Farouk. Yeah, but he's in there. So yeah, there you go. Damn. We got Farouk and Undertaker, and Undertaker's the champ going oh, in. Just these technical issues right now. Sorry about that. Oh, what's going on here? Sorry about that, guys. Um, Farouk and Undertaker. And Taker wins by pinfall at 13 minutes and 43 seconds. Dave, what were your thoughts? Oh, jeez. You get a good match. Um, good for you. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the only note I really have that stood out to me the most was 
how Taker was going for old school and called an audible and jumped to the outside. That was great. That was cool. I was like, like okay, I really me. enjoyed that. Yeah. Because it was something that you never thought would happen and he did it. And even Fruk was like, oh shit. That, like, did that happen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> far. Exactly. It was like an Undertaker trust fall. Yes. And, yes. Uh, and his his ag- agility never ceases to amaze amaze me. Him. The uh, only thing that that I don't like is when he does the corner brawling and the guy doesn't sell it. Like Farouk was just, was taking all those those brutal punches and just he just stood there. He just was like, "This is nice." It's like, ah, oh, it, like, it was like a massage. But uh, this match was just. I was actually excited for it when I saw it on paper. I was like, okay, this, this could be good. Farouk's big shot. Let's, let's do it. Because I was going in with the idea of Farouk and Vader was a really good match. So I thought this would be the same, at the same caliber, but it wasn't. It was just, it was boring. Yeah. I gave it a D. Hmm. Ben? Just to go back on, on Shawn Michaels for one second, do you realize Shawn Michaels has been in the tag team with Ric Flair, Stone Cold, John Cena, Marginetti, and um, Hulk Hogan. Basically, people. He's basically been a tag team with of, the Mount Rushmore yeah, say, wrestling. He, like those are all Mount Rushmore picks. He's been tag team champs of Austin and Cena. That's that's just so weird. Did he ever win with Triple H? They never won one. No, they didn't. They didn't win the tag titles. Oh, for oh, actually, didn't they win on. it from rated RKO? Yeah, I believe oh, they won I it, believe and they I did. believe Hard Dynasty faced them on a SmackDown when they were champs. I yeah. think. I think so. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. just weird, hey? Well, thing, yeah. A little food for thought there. Um, poor Taker. I mean, he's the champ, but his title run isn't the greatest, and it's a shame, and it's not his fault at yeah. all. It's just yeah. the lack of depth of, with this roster right now, like... I don't know if financial peril is the right term, but their roster isn't financial peril. Yes, what, Dave. Dave? Why do you have your hand up? On December 13th at TLC, DX defeated Jericho. Okay, there we go. To win the Unified Tag Team Championship in a table by their chair match. All right. The first Tag Team Championship reign for Michael Cedric as a tag team. The first, which means they have more. I think they get it from Rated RKO at some point. Carry on. I like the power slam by Farouk to Taker. That was actually really well done. Yep. Uh, Taker did a diving off the rope onto Savio and Crush. This is pretty sick, and it shocked me as well. I don't know. I didn't really have a problem with the match. It was, I thought, it was solid work from both of them all the way through. Um, I'm not going to go over the finish. I'm not going to touch on that, but I'm just going to touch on the post-match shit with Ahmed Johnson. What the fuck? He comes in saying, what are you doing this to Farouk for? I'm like, wait. He almost killed you. <laughs> Ahmed. I'm like, Ahmed, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, why are Maybe you coming Ahmed is so upset because... because I want to do this to him. <laughs> because he was supposed to face Vader. And he had already beaten Hunter. And then Hunter comes back in and wins. And he just feels like he's getting screwed and marginalized. So he decides to align himself with Farouk and the nation to protect his interests. That's a worse... No dynamic than something Dave would come up with. Really? Yeah, I want to agree with that, but I don't want to agree because I feel like it's a custom. I don't. I I agree because it's true. Yeah, but I also disagree because it hurts. Oh man! But you agree? 
I agree. All right. It was. It made no sense to me. The post match. I'm like, what the... why? Why is Ahmed coming? Over? Like, why? Why are you admonishing Taker for kicking the shit out? Don't they? Like, really... What are you doing? Like, don't yeah. they realize that twenty some years later we'd be doing a podcast bashing Ahmed Johnson? <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't want this twenty three years like, ago. Ahmed should have a little more foresight. <laughs> um, I, I gave the match a C because. I mean, with all the shit we've seen at this point, I mean, this was passable, all things considering. But, um, yeah, a poor taker in this title run. Like, it's, ugh, lack of depth, not his fault. It's like this taker title run reminds me of Bailey's first main roster title run. I'm just like, this is terrible. Yeah. Like, this is brutal. Ah. <sighs> Jesse, what's your thoughts? I gave the match. I gave <laughs> the match, their job on you. I gave the match a C. Uh, there was parts where I was like, oh, "Okay, this is kind of boring again," but I'm just so impressed with Taker all the time. And Farouk held his own with him. I no problem. Um, the finish was fucked up. Yeah, it was. Crush and Savio start fighting on the out with each other on the outside for, for over what for reasons. Well, wasn't did, did they tell us? Vince, Vince was like, "Oh my god." Uh, crush no, pushed down Clarence. Yeah, that, it, that, that's how it started. And, it and then, like, the cameraman's, like, running over to find out <laughs> what the fuck went on. I'm just See, like, that's the thing about commentary. You don't talk about something that this, the shot doesn't see. Yes. Uh, well, the problem is the camera was supposed to be there to see it. And they're like, and Vince is sitting there, and he's like, you're supposed to be there. Well, I'm just going to go with it. So then Farouk gets mad. He's like, damn! And then, you know, he's, he's yelling at Crush and Savio. And then he turns around and Taker hits a tombstone. One, two, three. Bearer comes in, tells yeah. him to do it a bunch more times because they got this whole thing going on. And oh, I'm sitting there, I'm like, what does Crush and Savio fighting each other have to do anything with you and your championship match? Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, why are you losing focus? Yeah. Ugh. Just lost yourself a championship. Wouldn't it have actually been cool if Farouk had won the title? He would have been the first black man to win the WCW and WWE title. Ooh. That was that was for the Rock, the Rock only. Ah, but still, that would have been some uh, some bragging rights. Mm-hmm. Damn, <laughs> damn, damn! I wonder if this is actually the first time he says "damn" at Farouk and or at uh, Savio and Crush. What the hell are you doing? Just his phone won't unlock. Yeah, my phone. We're having some technical difficulties <laughs> here. Like, are we still recording? Yes. We, 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 we can't stop. Oh, uh, this is a marathon recording. Here we go. I'm in it. Might as well just watch yeah. Great American Bash as we're watching it. Let's well, go to the Apple TV. No, we we will figure this out. But in in the meantime, we're gonna get our give our awards and our scores of the night. Ben. Well, that was. You <laughs> looked over at Dave and went, Ben. <laughs> That's called a no look pass. He's like, I don't like Dave, Ben. <laughs> Don't look past, my friend. <laughs> um, my score was um, two. Oh shit! I didn't do my. I actually didn't do the. <laughs> I actually didn't do the score. I okay, was... so Dave. Okay, I came prepared. Uh, my overall score is three point five out of ten. My workhorse. Um, I didn't give it to him. I gave the Shawn Michaels, but oh, I, I reversed it. I didn't compare. So my workhorse, What's I wrote the... down Crush. When I meant to put Shawn Michaels. Oh, okay. And my tool, I put Shawn Michaels instead of Crush. So I just reversed it. So, workhorse is Shawn Michaels, tool is Crush. Alright. So, me and Ben both said, we're not going to come prepared at all. Uh, so, we can't prepare. Ben, be not prepared. Now I'm prepared. Uh, I gave the score a 3.5 out of 10. 
Like, Tool was Ahmed Johnson by a wide margin. And my workhorse, I actually gave it to Triple H. I can see why. Because he... He tried his best to make Ahmed look good, and the match with Mankind was good. And, I mean, I just... I like what... I like what he did in the match, and the post-match stuff. Just uh, making himself into a heat-seeking missile. My workhorses, plural, I gave to Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin. I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't choose between the two. I did. Well, you're a dick. <laughs> uh, my tool of the night was Ahmed Johnson with uh, honorable mentions to Ben for his puns and Dave for yes. times two for his puns. So I'm worthy of the first ever <laughs> two-time... Tool. That's, that's that's something to be proud of. The two-time tool. Follow that. <laughs> the two-time tool. Uh, yeah, kind of like how you're, Owen you're is like two-time Slammy Award winner. He stole him. I stole a two-time tool. We're going to call you 3T. Two-time <laughs> two tool. <laughs> and my score was four and a half out of ten. Wow, you're generous. On the strength of that Austin Michaels match. That's what put it over the top. Yep. Uh, so that's been our episode for this week. Next week, we'll be doing our top five worst ring attires, which I think will be populated by the Bastion Booger. <laughs> and the Bastion Booger. And Goldust, or the artist formerly known as Aldo Montoya. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And we will be reviewing WCW Great American Bash 1997, where the main event is Diamond Dallas Page facing Macho Man Randy Savage. And the lights out, no... Or, uh, no holds barred something or other. <laughs> ben, thank that, you so that, much for showing up. That's about as professional as we get on this podcast. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Stay safe.